Hello and welcome to Box Office Receipts and uh, holy shit, did you hear that? That's the sound of shots fucking fired over in Hollywood. I'm your host Tyler Callahan and I am back in a quick turnaround for an episode because as soon as I finished recording the last one, the bomb dropped. I assume based on the title you know what I'm talking about so let's just jump into it from the beginning. Last Tuesday the Wall Street Journal released a story saying that Trolls World Tour has had almost 5 million rentals. And from that calculated that Universal made $95 million in two and a half weeks. Later on, the rap said that they had sources say, if you take away the cut digital distributors get, Universal got around $77 million in straight revenue. Now, while they are still in the red a bit since budget was around $90 million plus marketing, these are still good numbers. Remember, if everything was normal, the movie was headed to a week opening of around $30 to $35 million domestically, and that opening weekend would be split about almost 50-50, with the theaters, so they'd get about 15 to 20 million in revenue, which obviously didn't happen. So, of course, with this good news coming out, Universal wanted to talk about it. I mean, who wouldn't? You know, everyone's trying to uh, see how they make it the next few months, and they have a they have a pretty you know big hit on their hands. Uh, speaking to the Wall Street Journal, they said this about the movie's performance: "Quote: The results of Trolls World Tour have exceeded our expectations and demonstrated the viability of PVOD." End quote. Uh, PVOD is premium video on demand. Because uh, remember, they're only offering a $20 rental. However, afterward, that they said this quote, which <laughs> this was the actual, like, if that was like warming up, this quote is the uh, bang bang. Quote, as soon as theaters reopen, we expect to release more movies on both formats. End quote. Now, what do they mean by this? We don't know yet. And at what scale? For example, Jurassic World 3 next summer, does that come out in theaters and any $20 rental at home on the same day, or $30 rental, or a one-week window and then a rental one month? They were not clear, except for the fact that they will continue this model. Turns out it did not matter as hours after those comments were said, AMC released a letter saying that they will not play any Universal movies anymore worldwide, they're done. It was a bit of a shocking move to say the least, especially that quick. Um, again, all, all this news is was literally breaking throughout the day like i woke up you know tuesday morning i saw the numbers for trolls afternoon you know the national theater association released a statement universal released another statement and amc's like fuck off so yeah it was a bit of a shocking move universal did release a late statement this is like 11 p.m eastern time uh they released a statement following up this saying they still believe in the theatrical experience Quote, we absolutely believe any theatrical experience and have made no statement to the contrary. As stated, as we stated earlier, going forward, we expect to release future films directly to theaters as well as on PVOD when that distribution outlet makes sense. End quote. So while this clears it up a bit, they have dodged the question about their big blockbusters, and I will get into that in a few minutes. After the statement, other theaters sided with AMC the next day, not banning Universal movies per se, but Regal and Cinemark agreed that they would not play any movie that did not respect the theater window. So, you know, that two to three month window before it's on digital and uh, Blu-ray. Uh, so if Fast 9 was on digital day and date for the theaters, they would not air it. And this is where we are now with the situation. I looked at New Simmer for a few days to see if there would be any updates, but nope. First off, I'm siding with AMC on this issue. Take away the fact I just love going to the theater and having that experience. Universal has been a bit of a dick this entire time. Yes, Warner Brothers is now putting some of their movies on, like Scoob, on a digital release. Now they're not going Universal route saying, oh, they'll be in theaters and digital, which 
with like 20, 30 theaters. No, they're just saying it's going digital. And then obviously you have Disney with Pulling Artemis Fowl going Disney+. Plus. Um, Universal has not been, at least from what I've seen, they're not treating the theater owners like adults. The Warner Brothers Disney, as far as we know, and what the theater owners said at least a few weeks ago, is that they have called them, they've talked, and, you know, they talked about the situation. And they, the studios have reaffirmed that, look, we still believe in you guys, we still need you, and they're going to work with them. I mean, Jesus, right now Warner Brothers is basically putting Tenant, you know, as a possible sacrificial lamb to try and get people in the theaters. So they do still, you know, love theaters a bit if they're going to put that one up. But just going back to when the announcement for Troll, for digital, like, moving to digital came out, you know, the theater organization talked about how they only knew, like, 20, 30 minutes before the press release from Universal came out. So while Universal gave them a heads up, they didn't really be like, hey, look, we, you know, we spent a lot of money in marketing on this. We really do need to release it. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, this is what we got to do. And maybe they can talk about it. Like, giving a heads up as you're, like, you're going down to make the announcement. Hey, this is what I'm doing. Bye. It's, like, it's not really professional. And clearly, they didn't talk to theater owners uh, about their plans for possibly releasing more movies on premium digital uh, video on demand. But now for Universal, they need to chill the fuck out with pushing these digital releases. Yes, for some movies that make sense, you know, The Hunt is a smaller movie, you know, they did that one, seemed to be doing okay, not great, that's fine, but Trolls right now is an anomaly, it's not the trend, it's not. Yeah, it did well, but that was a lot too, oh, I don't know. Everyone locked up inside their house and they need new content. Parents need something to show their kids and Trolls was the only new option. Also, they were really vague in their initial statement to the Wall Street Journal, like, does Minions 2 get a day and date release? Like, AMC went a little overboard, yes. But Universal was being kind of cagey. Now for AMC, while I support them in doing this, like I said before, they did push a bit too strong. I think it was an attempt to show force, which unless they are talking now in the boardroom with Universal, trying to get a better deal, it didn't work. What they should have done is what Regal did and simply say any movie Universal releases on digital at the same time as in theaters would not air, as it does not respect the theater window. That's it. It's a simple move that people would understand. It would show where they stood and... Universal would then just have to quietly think about, well, you know, Jurassic Park, uh, you know, Jurassic World, Fast 9, Minions, what do you do with them? Now, right now, I'm kind of surprised this is happening at all, at least publicly, because it seems like it went from a genuine issue to a pissing contest. Uh, I will say I was surprised it broke out like this, but this pandemic has caused a lot of companies to do a double check on how things operate and how to operate in the future once this passes. Maybe Universal has been thinking about this for a while and this is their push. As to where the situation goes from here, I don't, I don't know. When the first scuffle happened, I thought Universal would give theaters a better cut for a few movies when things reopen, and that's it. Just called it, like, we're sorry, should talk to you guys, you know, move on, move on from this. But clearly, that is not happening. I think now, at most, Universal will back off, and AMC will play the movies again. Because, again, AMC can, AMC does have some power in this. Um, cause I've been seeing comments like, oh, well, you know, this is gonna speed up AMC or the theater's death. I mean, it's not. I mean, if Universal wants to see billion dollar records still be broken for their movies, for their franchises, they need theaters. They do. And AMC, Regal, they won't go into business just yet. They have Disney and Warner Brothers, Sony movies, you know, more indie movies, maybe they can get a better deal. They don't need Universal. Now, obviously, if all the studios packed up and left, that killed them. But I think at this point now, if Universal just ends their plans, the video on demand and just 
goes back to normal, I think AMC will just let it go and just move on. Moving on from that huge news, we got some more movie delays, this time from Lionsgate. The big one for them, John Wick Chapter 4, is getting a push back an entire year, going from May 2021 to May 27th, 2022. This makes sense as Keanu Reeves has to finish filming The Matrix 4 before going to this once filming resumes. Other movies that got pushed back a year was Spiral, the Saw movie with Chris Rock, moving to next May, and The Hitman's Bodyguard 2 moves from this August to next August. That one does not hurt studio too much as they did not even start promoting it yet, unlike Spiral. Now another movie that was supposed to be out but got pulled, Antebellum, has a new release date for August 21st of this year. So the Lionsgate is putting this movie in the group of movies in the first month or two to help restart the theaters. For new movies, Paramount is making news with new movies for the Transformers and G.I. Joe franchises. For Transformers, there are two in development with Deadline reporting one is a possible Bumblebee sequel or set in that timeline and the other is based off Beast Wars. Paramount has not said which one will come out first but that a live action Transformers movie will come out June 22nd, 2022. For G.I. Joe, The Hollywood Reporter is saying that a sequel for the upcoming Snake Eyes movie is in early development. Right now, the movie is still set to come out in October, but I think that will be delayed. I'm not sure if they even finished filming. So, quick thoughts for both for Transformers Smart Smart One. People love Bumblebee, so a movie featuring him again in a new movie, smart move. Now, for the Beast Wars one, that is a bit of a risky play, but I think it would work if it is an animated movie. It would allow them to do more with it, and there's been numerous Transformer cartoon shows, so it would not be anything new for viewers. Now, for the Snake Eyes sequel, look, I like Henry Golding, he's a great actor, but this is a bit of a risky sense first i don't know we don't know how it is unless they unless they've seen some clips uh some footage from filming they're like this is gonna be great i don't know no look i know this is an early development if the movie bombs they'll just kill the sequel so it looks like they do want to get a head start on it because if it turns out to be a hit they can just immediately pump out that sequel and paramount does need more hits so if the first work and they, they can do a quick turnaround then more power to them the hollywood reporter is also reporting on a new disney live action remake with hercules being the next one to get the treatment Details are light at the moment, but the Russo brothers will be producing with their studio as Disney has gotten David Callahan to write the script. He wrote the first Expendables movie and just recently wrote the script for Shang-Chi. No idea for a release date, obviously, but with all the changes happening, I'm going to say 2023 or late 2022. Uh, remember, that the biggest live-action remake right now that's in the works is, I believe, the Little Mermaid one which was about to start filming or literally filmed like two or three weeks. So obviously with these delays, I would say that one's 2021, 2022. So Hercules, 2022, 2023. As for my thoughts on it, honestly, it makes sense. Unlike say The Lion King, which was like 99.9999 CGI. Uh, this is more like Cinderella or Beauty and the Beast with a mix of live action and CGI, which should look good. MGM announced some layoffs last week, and now it seems NBC Universal is next up. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that the company is considering cuts across the board for its entertainment division. This would include cuts at the theme parks, NBC News, and the studio itself. Again, while this is being reported as in talks of happening, NBC Universal has not announced anything. I just wanted to bring this up because while I said last week MGM would be hurt, the most by this as they attempt to grow with their distribution that does not mean other studios do not feel the pressure of the pandemic i would not be surprised if i'll be reporting the next few weeks about some more layoffs and that'll be it for this week's busy episode of black software's receipts thank you for listening and see you next time